Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peter had a fierce and feisty independent streak. He struggled with how to be a child of God, how to be a disciple of Jesus. In a time of hardship and oppression for his people, and in the midst of fighting with his own pride. He had just confessed Jesus to be the Messiah, but what sort of Messiah? Peter probably fell into the prevailing view of the Messiah as a political and military liberator, not a suffering servant to be tortured and executed. One writer put it this way, Peter and his disciples and the disciples Signed on for a cross, signed on, signed on for a crown, not for a cross. Some of Peter's motives made sense. He wanted a just society for himself and for the Jewish people. He was hoping Jesus would be a means toward that end. After Jesus disclosed that he would undergo suffering, be rejected, and be killed, Peter took Jesus aside to let him know this could not be the reward for all they had given him. But Jesus rebuked Peter in front of the disciples to let him know his mission was different than what Peter and they may have expected, and following him would be different as well. On Friday, Reverend James Lawson gave us a powerful sermon comparing how little Jesus talked about our personal salvation in contrast to how much emphasis he placed on simply following him, following him wherever he leads. Like Peter, we yearn for salvation. We yearn for certainty. We yearn for calm. We yearn for peace. One writer observes, too often we expect Jesus will give us peace by freeing us from chaos when in fact, Jesus wants us to take his peace into the chaos and become his servants. Peter continued to struggle with what it means to be a follower, as we all do. Sometimes Peter's temper, his doubts, his human frailty got the better of him, as they did when he drew his sword and cut off the ear of Malchus, slave to the high priest or as they did when he denied knowing Jesus three times just before the crucifixion. But Peter also found ways to balance his fierceness, his feistiness, and his passion with humility and resilience. He learned to accept rebuke. He learned to have the courage to say he was wrong. He learned to weep. And he learned to follow. Today is the final day of Black History Month, 
One of the stories recently brought to life in the new book, Passionate for Justice, is the story of Memphis's own Ida B. Wells. Like Peter, she had a fierce and feisty independent streak. When her mother and father died in the yellow fever pandemic of 1878, at age 16, she stepped forward to rear her five siblings and provide for their care in their home in Holly Springs. 71 years before Rosa Parks, Ida Wells was thrown off a train here in Memphis after she paid for a ticket to sit in the ladies' car. It took three men to do it, and she bit one of them. She won a settlement against the railroad, only to have it overturned by the Tennessee Supreme Court. In her quiet moments, she wondered about the meaning of all the trials she had faced in her life. She wrote in her diary a message we could all share this Lent. Father, forgive me. Forgive me. Humble the pride and make me thy child. Ida Wells discovered that her way to take up her cross and to follow Jesus was to be the herald of the story. She learned that she had a gift for reporting and for researching and for writing, and that's what she did. She shared the truth with the world about the death of her goddaughter's father, Tom Moes, Moses, Tom Moss, the proprietor of People's Grocery, and his companions. Ida was rewarded for that by having her newspaper office bombed and her life threatened. She moved to Chicago, but she continued to tell the hard stories. Years later, a falsely accused prisoner asked her to come back to the South to visit him and his 11 innocent companions in Helena, Arkansas, and she did so. Ida became their champion, and she led the effort to free all 12 men. One of the 12 later came to her home in Chicago to thank her not long before she died. What does it mean to take up the cross and to follow Jesus? Peter, Ida, and we learn that to follow Jesus is to walk alongside suffering, including our own. Our call is to bear witness to the suffering. And, we see, and when we see that evil is the root cause of some of the suffering and death around us, we shine a light on it. We call it out and we root it out. Peter and Ida learned that when they let go of their own pride and their agendas and poured themselves into following Jesus, it was then that they discovered their authentic selves and their truest calling. They discovered what we continue to discover each step, even our backward steps, when we follow Jesus. They discovered that the way of the cross is none other than the way of life. Amen. If you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them, and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee. 